Hi, this is Dr. Tony Cooper, and this is Life Without Baggage, Insights into Personal Wholeness for Spirit, Soul, and Body. I'm a psychologist in private practice. I treat adults. However, this is not a substitute for medication or counseling. If you're having thoughts of harming yourself or another person, or if this material triggers you, please contact your doctor or a mental health specialist to help you with your concerns. So today's topic is lessons from the eagle, and we're still in the series on principles for transformation. I posted some links that will take you to my other media. If you'd like to schedule a speaking engagement, that's the way to get in touch with me. You can also find my books and seminars, my YouTube channel. If you would like to leave me a Google review, if you're enjoying these podcasts, I'm leaving a link for that. I would appreciate that. I post a bonus video midweek, and lately I've posted a prayer for breakthrough, how to use the keys to the kingdom, should I apologize, are you ripe for change, and how to advance without baggage. So before I get into the topic today on lessons from the eagle, here's a summary of what we've covered in the previous podcast on these principles. I looked at the relationship of body, soul, and spirit when we started. In the world, a transformation is like a makeover. It's something external. But what the Bible teaches about transformation is that it's a metamorphosis. I'm basing that on a word in 2 Corinthians 3.18. This metamorphosis occurs as we gaze on the Lord, as we spend time with Him, as we allow Him to take us from glory to glory and strength to strength. It's a choice whether or not we allow God to transform us. We've looked at different ways that the Lord restores us, transforms us, things in our own nature that can get in the way, default modes, barriers, and also a reluctance to take reasonable risks. So I want to start with looking at some events from the book of Joshua, and then we'll look specifically at the lessons from the eagle. But in Joshua chapter 5, there's some things for us to absorb about how God does things. If you aren't familiar with Joshua, he took over for Moses. Moses took people out of the bondage and slavery of Egypt. And then Joshua took the children of Israel into the promised land. And in Joshua chapter 5, there had been a miracle similar to what God did with Moses in parting the Red Sea. There was a similar miracle. And then even though they were like in the middle of a military campaign, the Lord wanted the people to renew their covenant with him. That through the travels in the desert and various other reasons, they had gotten away from circumcision, which was the demonstration of the covenant in a physical form to the children of Israel. And we've talked about circumcision and we've talked about covenant in other podcasts. And I have the one video, The Lost Teaching, that looks at covenant. I think I posted that like January 1st of this year. But the idea is that a covenant is something where people can commit themselves to a greater authority and then they get an upgrade. So when we commit ourselves to the Lord, when we're in covenant with Jesus Christ, it's voluntary. Our submission to him gives us all kinds of benefits, power, renewal, 
strength, which we'll talk about with the eagle. In the middle of a military campaign, the Lord had the children of Israel renew their covenant with him through the practice of circumcision. Now, this was not a logical thing to do because that meant for three days they needed to be still and heal the warriors. They had to stay in their place. And the Lord said that he would roll away their reproach because they had recommitted themselves to the covenant with him. I've talked about reproach someplace. I don't remember which podcast. But a reproach is like something humiliating, something shameful. And for the children of Israel, there was reproach. There was barrenness from the slavery, from the things that went wrong, from the things they did wrong, from the wandering, from living in the desert, that there was a reproach, a shame, a humiliation that they hadn't gotten where they wanted to be. They hadn't seen the fulfillment of the promises yet. And in that chapter, there's circumcision, and then they celebrate Passover, which is worship and a shift that they needed the Lord. They were in a very tough situation, but they submitted to him. They renewed their covenant, and they worshiped. And it says also in the next verse, actually, I think it's verse 11, that there was also a shift that the Lord had provided manna for them throughout their years in the desert, and they began the harvest. They were able to eat the fruit of the land. So they shifted from their old life, relying on the manna, into the harvest. And then in that same chapter, Joshua has an encounter with, I think it's the angel of the Lord, who gives him instructions. So there's a lot of things that can happen when we are in the middle of a desert, when we're in the middle of a difficult situation. But it's good if you if you are in that situation to renew your covenant with the Lord. I know for me, the last six months, there's been a lot of upheaval and turmoil. And what I need to do really on a daily basis at times is turn my eyes back on the Lord of who he is and draw from his strength because sometimes our own strength runs out and we don't always know what the next step should look like or will look like and maybe we are carrying some kind of reproach from something we've been through some kind of rejection or loss And the Lord wants to roll all that away. So that takes us to Isaiah 40, verse 31. You might know this verse. But those who wait for the Lord, who expect, look for, and hope in Him, shall change and renew their strength and power. They shall lift up their wings and mount up close to God, as eagles mount up to the sun. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint or become tired. So there are seasons in our life that we might view as wasted or lost. We might see ourselves even as broken. But this is the time where the Lord does a new work, where he shifts, where he renews our strength. So I want to give you a little bit of information that I looked up about eagles. I think I got some of this from Wikipedia. But the eagle is considered the king of birds. The lion is the king of the forest, and the eagle is the king of birds. Eagles represent power. They nest on the heights, so it's a 
a picture of that idea of being close to God. In the Bible, eagles can also represent those who are sensitive to hearing the voice of God. And because eagles sit on the heights, they can see all kinds of things. They can see danger. So it's a picture of spiritual vision or discernment. And I found out that when an eagle is at a point of maturity, they go through a transformation where about a half to a third of the feathers they have have to be shed so that new feathers can grow stronger. The older feathers are actually pushed out of the follicles and replaced by the newer feathers, and their beak and talons can break off. So there's a shedding of the old, and it's a painful process for the eagle. But during that time, the eagle finds safe refuge, either on the floor of the forest or in the cleft of a rock. Isn't this a spiritual picture? That they have to find safe refuge during this process. The process leads them to greater strength greater power and prepares them for the next phase of life to live it out in strength. So you can see that there are spiritual principles, that there are seasons where we've been through things, where maybe old things are being removed from our life, or there's a loss that we are struggling with, just like the the feathers, that there's pain and loss. Sometimes there's pain in change and transformation, but it leads us into a better place, into a good place, into a stronger place. And if we choose to lean on the Lord, this will also take us into a deeper experience of him. So what do you do if you're in one of these seasons where the Lord has put you in a position or life has put you in a position where you just don't know what to do next? and you're maybe you even feel stuck i've talked about you may feel stuck that doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean you are stuck but it probably means that you're still waiting on the lord for your next step so what are the things we can do if you are in a place of waiting if the lord is renewing your strength if you're waiting for him to roll off roll away the reproach we can remind ourselves of God's past deliverances in our lives. I used to have a list that I looked at regularly of ways that God stepped in for me. So when I was struggling, I would review that list. I would be I would remind myself of the ways God had stepped in in the past. And that's where reading the Bible, I love the Old Testament because there's a lot of stories where I believe they're true, but a lot of accounts where people are in a bind, they're in a hopeless situation, and they wait on the Lord, maybe they fast and pray, they worship, and the Lord gives an answer, the Lord gives a strategy. We can also remind ourselves of the promises in God's word. Many people have a verse that they hold on to, that they claim I probably have mentioned that for the last few years, I go back to Psalm 1611, that you will show me the path of life. And then I just declare that, thank you, Lord, you are showing me the path of life. You are guiding me in the path of life. So I rehearse that promise. And I've also talked about God's covenant names. I have months of podcasts that started, I think, in September or October of different names of God that we can call on. These are ways he wants us to experience him in the way that we need him. He's Jehovah Shalom, the God who gives us peace. He's our shepherd. 
He gives us victory, gives us breakthrough. So these are the things you can do if you are in a season of waiting. You can claim that verse, Isaiah 40, 31, that the Lord is going to renew your strength, that you are going to find a deeper experience of him. And there are times I've cried out to the Lord when I was in a bind, when I was in a situation that I just was overwhelmed and didn't know what to do. I would cry out to the Lord and say, Lord, show me how to draw on you to get through this, to get to the next step. And sometimes he uses other people, so we might need to reach out to a pastor or get involved in a Bible study or even get professional counseling. We're not designed to do this all by ourselves. But these are some ideas of the lessons from the eagle and how to draw close to the Lord during those seasons where you are waiting on him to roll away the injuries from the past and move forward. So I'm going to share some resources with you, and then I'm going to pray for us. So I mentioned that I have a YouTube channel, and here on Spotify, you can watch these as videos. On the other platforms, they show up just as audio. But Supernatural Recovery, The Lost Teaching, Transformation Through Worship, A Prayer for Breakthrough, also some podcasts that you might find helpful that correlate with today are table in the wilderness that I posted on February 12th, how God works with us during the wilderness. Deliver us from evil, I posted just a few weeks ago. And barriers to transformation, in case there are things that you want to make right with the Lord to help you understand what kinds of barriers we might be putting up. Although most of the time, these aren't things that we've done wrong. You can find my books on Amazon. There's a link the Sheep Hear His Voice is about how to hear the voice of the Lord for yourself. And right now I still have a link on my website. If you go to the books section and scroll down, right now I still have a link where you can download your own copy of Suffering Insights into Faith. That's for sale on Amazon, but you can get your own free copy, a PDF copy, off of my website if you go to the books section. So let me pray for us. Lord, I thank you that you see what we need. And even in these seasons where there, it seems like there's a lot of warfare around us, where we've been through things that we don't know how to get through, that as we look to you, you change us. You do renew our strength. You do renew our power. And in those seasons, we can mount up closer to you and draw from your strength so that we are transformed from glory to glory that we have a supernatural peace and strength that only you can give us, and that you give us an upgrade so that not only are we in a better position to live our lives, but we can be a positive influence to carry your kingdom into the earth in whatever sphere you've given to us in this season. Thank you, Lord, for your love and for your resurrection power that indwells us who know Jesus Christ. Thank you. Amen. So this is Dr. Tony Cooper, and this is Life Without Baggage. Thanks for listening. And if this helped you, share it with a friend.